Now joining us is David Bruce. He's an independent researcher specializing in policing and public safety. David, good morning. I know that whenever I have you on the line, <laughs> we, 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 we often have reference of yet another example of brutality, as has been said by this lawyer, by the police. Right, yes. Well, I, 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 um, I think it's worth maybe talking about instances of brutality in this case, just to make mention of the fact that um, uh, next month uh, it will be the 10th anniversary since the death of Andres Titana, mm. who was uh, shot at close range with a rubber bullet and died shortly after as a result of his wounds. So... Mm. Um, you know, this death uh, very sadly comes up uh, just, you know, almost um, on the 10th anniversary of that death. And mm-hmm. in many ways, the, 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 the type of shooting, the circumstances are obviously slightly different, but the type of shooting the, the, seems to resemble Titani's death in that it would appear that he was shot by, by a rubber bullet at very close range. Mm-hmm. And there's a... Um, you know, it's uh, it's widely known that um, rubber bullets can cause very serious injuries at this kind of range. You talk about uh, 10 years that Andris Tatani died, and I, I can recall at the time that there was great outrage over the killing of Andris Tatani. There were many promises of reform and changes within the police, and yet we're seeing these incidents repeat themselves. And David, what we know is that we'll talk about Andris Tatani, we'll talk about Mtokosi Simtumba, but of course there are others. There are others who continue to die in protests that are held in this country every day, every week, every month, and yet their names or their stories will never necessarily make the national news. Why is it that things are not changing? Well, uh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, uh, you know, in the U.S., uh, of course, the issue that's been foregrounded is that uh, the, the the issue of uh, the identity of people who've been killed, the, you know, under the the the, uh, uh, the Black Lives Matter campaign, and so one could ask if 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 um, this continues to be a factor in the fact that um, you know these deaths continue to be neglected, the, the identity of of the victims. Um, so uh, I, I would suggest that, that that it continues to be a, a relevant factor here. That that in many ways the the, the, the you know the lives of of, of young um, black people in this country are, are not valued enough. Mm. That issue has come up a lot following yesterday because oftentimes it has been said that police respond differently to black protesters than they do to white protesters. In fact, people having a recollection of a time in the Fees Must Fall uh, movement and those protests where students were putting their white peers in front of the marches just to avoid police firing at them. Now that we have the opportunity of time and history to look at, is that a claim or do we have enough evidence to draw a pattern that does strongly suggest that police treat black protesters differently to what they do white protesters? Well, 
You know, I, I think there is some evidence for that. Um, and and so one has to ask why, um, you know, the, 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 the police themselves and 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 the government uh, mechanisms that should have attended to these issues have not, um, you know, taken these issues more seriously. There's, there's relatively simple things that, that, that can and should have been done in relation to, for instance, the use of rubber bullets by police, the, the existing... Um, uh, national instructions which provide the regulatory framework for the use for how uh, these these uh, weapons are used um, is clearly inadequate. And so, you know, there's an obvious question about why, for instance, that issue has been neglected. Mm. IPID says they're going to conduct an investigation. In the meantime, nobody has been arrested and for all intents and purposes these officers are still on duty should that be the accepted way of doing things and and one understands that organizations have to undergo their own processes but it, it surely can't be ethically right that the same people who would have been in that car firing at this crowd which led to the death of Mtokozis in Ntumba could still be on the streets today, uh, supposedly watching over the protests. Yeah, well, well, I would agree with you, and I would just express the concern here uh, that um, particularly in relation to situations where people are killed in protest, um, the pattern is continually that um, there isn't any accountability. It usually starts with the problem of being uh, uh, unable to clearly identify the police officers who were responsible for the shooting. Mm. And so, um, you know, uh, based on the track record of, of, of IPED and the history of this issue, I, uh, I'm, I'm not uh, really anticipating that uh, the police officers who were responsible for this will be clearly identified and held accountable. Oh, David, that perhaps is the greatest travesty of justice of all. David Bruce is an independent researcher specializing in policing and public safety. Thank you so much for your time on the talking point today. I'll be taking your calls 011 It's just after 9.30. Utsile Sako is standing by with your latest headlines.